Brina Garen, and you're listening to Hex Positive. Welcome, witches. This is a special bonus episode of Hex Positive. I'm your host, Brain Garen, and I have the worst craving for crispy chicken with walnuts from a little family-owned restaurant up in Bucks County. Oh, so homesick. You know how sometimes something just hits you and you're like, oh, I missed this thing from 10 years ago. That's me today. I was reading one of my old witchy books and boom! want. Now, unfortunately, I can't drive up to Pennsylvania just at the moment, so I've done the next best thing. Because apart from really good Chinese food, the thing that my old books remind me of is my time as a semi-stealth witch, working my magic from my best friend's basement, something I, I heartily recommend to all of my fellow stealth witches out there. Well, I mean, I'm former stealth now, but that's another story. So here in the virtual studio today, I have that very friend. She is the keeper of my secrets, my old partner in crime. She knows where all the bodies are buried. My sister in the craft, Jenna. Why, hello there. Why, hello there. It's a Jenna. It's a Jenna on my computer. It's true. Most excellent. So fair warning, everyone. Um, this is going to go a little off the rails. When we get together, the in-jokes kind of fly and we revert to an approximately high school level of maturity. But I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy this, even though it's going to mean I have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> but Jen, <laughs> do go ahead and uh, tell the folks a bit about yourself. Uh, hey, how's it going? Um, I am one of Bree's very best friends of all time. Uh, I have known her freaking years. Yeah, far <laughs> too long. Uh, I'm not going to mention that because that will out exactly how old we are. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say lots of years and leave it at that. Um, <laughs> I have been, I have known her since our college days. Let's let's leave it at that. Uh, she and I have been uh, witching together uh, almost since day one. Uh, I was there when she needed a shoulder to cry on. I was there when she needed a basement to hang out in. I was the one who kept the Baldur's Gate and Chinese food alive. Oh, my God. Yes. You're welcome. I that was my have, therapy for like I, five years. With Baldur's Gate and Chinese food. I still have both of those things. The Chinese oh. food is still around here, and I still have the Baldur's Gate. I didn't delete a single game. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Not unless you told me it was okay to delete it, because we wanted to start over with new characters. Which we did like five different times. At least. At least. Trying all the different <laughs> ones. And I never actually unlocked the last character because we never actually got to the hard mode. Because we didn't need to. We have unfinished business. 
we do have unfinished business. I oh, still sure. have yet to unlock Artemis and Trary. Mm. He has so we definitely have to go and unlock that. He's got a vampiric knife at least. <laughs> and yeah. a at least at least a plus one sword. So we what what I'm hearing is we have gaming to do. We do have gaming to do if you can manage to make it up to Philadelphia. Ooh. So like you said, we we met in college mm-hmm. uh, one fateful day when uh, we were both in the cafeteria in the lounge at the same time. Somebody we're that our friends were somebody just pulled out that uh, that line from Spaceballs. How many assholes we got in this place? And out of nowhere, we all went, went, yo, yo, everyone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You. I still tell that story. There's actually mm-hmm. the one where we were already together. We were doing those lines and mm-hmm. us plus the couple that was sitting over on the left, the trio that was sitting on the right and the one person crossing through every single person plus our group went, yo, it was glorious. It was <clears throat> magical. Yes. <sighs> Speaking of and, magic. Uh, yeah, and uh, quickly following that, speaking of magic, um, we both like kind of got seriously into witchcraft around the same time. Now, I know that, you know, you had an interest in it before I was like, huh, OK, this is a thing you can actually do. You had already started kind of going, yeah, this is a cool thing that I want to know more about. Yep. Um, and you know, then we we both kind of decided, hey, you know, what if we actually, you know, tried this and did the thing? So we hung out a lot over, you know, the period of 10 years from when we met to when I moved away. Uh, and we were both kind of like finding our feet in life and in the craft at the time. We know a lot of the same people. We come from basically the same friend group. We have a lot of shared experiences and probably the biggest experience we have in common, apart from LARPing and Baldur's Gate, is those years we spent doing witchcraft in your basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was still living in Pennsylvania, my listeners may recall, uh, I was in sort of a contentious slash slightly combative situation with my family. Um, particularly my mom, who I love very, very much, um, but who was not okay with the idea of her daughter being pagan or a witch. So uh, there was a very sort of, you know, putting the foot down edict uh, that I was not allowed to do these things in her house. And being as I didn't have the money to live on my own at the time, uh, I didn't have much choice but to be like, okay, and try and find ways around it, which luckily took the form of going, hey, Jen, you've got a basement <laughs> and we're we're already doing this stuff together. We're, you know, we're going to New Hope and Lahaska together. We're already doing witchy stuff together outside the house. Why don't we just hide in your basement, watch movies, eat Chinese food, and, you know, do witchy shit together? To which I said, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was very quickly agreed upon. And uh, we, I think we started out very simply. It was just a lot of studying. 
Um, Mostly a lot of reading, yeah. Yeah, we were just reading some writing in notebooks. Uh, my mom, jars. <laughs> my mom, mostly just being excited that somebody was coming over the house that we were the cool kids' house that people wanted to hang out at. Yes, she misses. And to that, be by fair, the way. you you do have an awesome house. I do have an awesome house. It's pretty freaking sweet. It's uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, and there's that lovely big finished basement downstairs. It's just the right size for entertaining, or and we could even actually redoing that basement a bit. Uh, Mom Ooh. has repainted all of the walls, and she's thinking of doing the carpets over. Nice. It's a finally lot getting of work. rid of that uh, that orange wax stain. Maybe. <laughs> we'll get it's, to it. It's blue. So... <laughs> no, but... the blue is actually the sticky stuff the kids were playing with yes i, I remember back. very specifically the year candle was orange because that it was it was autumn and it was pumpkin scented that's accurate yes <laughs> um, nothing nothing yep but uh most most of our craft back in those days was like we would we would raid uh you know the local bookstores for whatever witchy stuff we could find um how we didn't end up with a stack of silver raven wolf books i'm really not sure i think maybe we were just lucky i mean to be fair i actually started with uh, a llewellyn book it was actually a almanac from that year uh um, oh, yeah the actually it was a couple was years old um mm-hmm. my sister had had it my sister had a couple of books that i had been looking at and i was like hey this is interesting and just kind of kept going with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, without Llewellyn and, you know, the the like handful of small publishers that are like it, we wouldn't have most of the witchy books that we have. It's like, yeah, we have issues with their in-house style and, you know, some of the authors that they promoted back in the day. Uh, you know that that's kind of a separate issue, but it's like mm. they still they still put out some good stuff, and they are branching out these days, which is really mm. nice to see. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they've actually published some things uh, recently who are by you know people that I'm like halfway in the same circles with that I'm in Venn diagrams with. We'll put it that's that way. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, in, in overlapping circles, and it's like, oh, okay, I know this person, I know their work. They're on the up and up, and it's really good to see, you know, they're getting published by Llewellyn because it means Llewellyn is listening to, you know, modern voices, which is nice. So, but yeah, we we had um, we had a bunch of books by Kate West, which I still have. Mm-hmm. Um, I still love those books. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff by Ellen Dugan, I believe. Uh, those those are the two big ones that were kind of out at the time that had like the really, really big uh, mm-hmm. sort of comprehensive books. And then of course we had your almanacs. Um, yeah. It was, which it which was are really, really the helpful. One, the one almanac, uh, I believe a, a crone uh, titled book, which was kind of ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, uh, what was it? It was like Crone's si- book of magical words. That's the one. So, yeah, it was like sigils and things like that. And it was yeah. some things that were like really off the wall. I was like, uh, I don't think I'll be collecting blood for that. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I still have uh, both of those, actually. 
And I remember the the foreword of it where the person was like, yeah, this is just a bunch of stuff that like my grandma or my my great aunt or whoever like wrote down kind of as curios. I don't think that she ever meant them uh, to be actually seriously used by people. And we read that and kind of looked at each other and went, didn't she, though? But then again, it's like, yeah, some of this is like it 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 does read like, you know, you found it in a really old uh dusty tome somewhere and just kind of made a note of it and then you know collected those things so it it really is more of a curio than a practical use book but it was still interesting and it provided a lot of inspiration yeah lots of new thoughts for us yeah and sometimes you know just getting that inspo getting those ideas whether the source of them is like a good practical source or not you know, it's still a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, I, speaking of which, actually, you've also read uh, Anne Bishop's Black Jewels series. You actually are the person oh, who, intro- you introduced me to that series. And mm-hmm. look how much we learned about magical theory just from reading those books. They're fantasy novels, yeah. but there's stuff in them that's like, ooh, that explains, you know, xyz concept in a way that i hadn't thought of before and it's really helpful yeah (sighs) but yeah and oh and we would go to new hope all the freaking time oh all the freaking time oh my god you 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 have to talk about the shops oh there's so many shops in new hope that we would go to there were at least two shops one was actually titled the witch shop um, I have heard some less than savory things about the owner, but well, we're going there's... to leave that be for the time being. We'll, we'll, we'll just say that the actual like business name of the shop actually contains a slur. Mm. It's, it's that G one that everybody likes to think means that one know, that I keep telling people not to use. Yeah. It's, oh, it's nomadic and whimsical. No, it's not. It's really a slur. And she's been told that and she doesn't care. Nope. Yeah. And she also thinks that anyone who is like outside of her particular tradition or who isn't initiated isn't a real witch. So she's like, Whatever else may or may not be true about her, her practices or her shop, these things are kind of like it is known. And it's like, "Mm, that's not someone I want to mess with or be around because that sounds toxic. Nope. Yeah, it's uh, it's really harder, I've noticed, for people who continually make the same mistakes that way over and over again who are hardest to convince that it is a bad idea to continue using bad slurs like that yeah and it's it's also i think sort of a little bit a generational thing because you know the the witches who came up during like the first wave of the new age movement like when we were children yep um you know those are the folks who were like well i had to struggle past the satanic panic And I had to deal with, you know, people making threats and doing this and doing that and having absolutely no community. And I built this from the ground up so I should be able to do whatever I want. And it's like, maybe that's not how this hmm. works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe that was true in the 80s and the 90s, but 
it's this not the, the 80s and 90s anymore. Yes. In case you haven't noticed. A little bit. Yeah. So, but again, it's just like with Llewellyn, if we didn't have these people and their shops, you know, problematic as they might be now mm. looking back and problematic as their history might have been, if they hadn't existed and hadn't continued to exist, we wouldn't have had those resources and people in the community wouldn't have had those resources. So as much as I kind of side eye them as people, I'm really glad that they were there. And I'm glad they're still there. I hope they're still there. And I hope they continue to be there. I believe they're both still there. Um, I've also heard some uh, problems about the other one a little bit, but I, I don't really have a solid feel on that. Mystical so, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the same sort of stuff. It's like, mm, you know, old school witch, problematic opinions, you know, it's, it it kind of is what it is but again it's like we're glad mm -hmm. you're here yep so yeah yeah better better there and to welcome someone who needs an extra home than to not have that extra home in the first place exactly and better to have you know a safe place to go it on some level where you can be like oh you know i'm not being judged for what I believe too much while I'm here. Who I I'm, am. Yeah. You know, I can walk in here and say, Hey, I'm a witch and no one's going to yell at me. Um, right. You know, I can go here and I can find some kind of resources. I can find some kind of supplies, you know, I can find someone who's not going to just, you know, make a face and spit at me, mm -hmm. um, which in some places in Bucks County is a very real possibility. <laughs> it is entirely possible. Yeah, it's but a there nice is area, but it's still pretty conservative. <laughs> a little bit. At least I still have uh, the one other place that is near me uh, that will still uh, be there when I need it as well. Mm -hmm. There's a yeah. place near me, literally, uh, that is called uh, Solutions, I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to it. It is... A really small little place uh, built out of uh, one of the homes that's actually on the main drag. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, it's a nice little place. They have uh, little carved uh, things. They have little crystals and some herbs. Not a lot, but it is there. There's some candles, you know, some there's a bunch of books, um, just the little things, really. But it, it is there and it helps. Well, that's cool. I mean, mm -hmm. the only thing that we had uh, back in the day that we could go to in your area was we'd have to drive all the way out to the mall and go to East meets West. Which is still there. Which is still there. And yep. I'm glad of that, too. Yeah, I mean, me again, it's it's really more of a curio shop than an actual witchy store. But again, it's oh, like yeah. it, it's not quite any port in a storm, but it's like, oh, thank goodness there's something. Yes, that is accurate. Yeah, because when, when you're out in rural, almost small-town America, like we were, and you mm -hmm. still are in a way, um, you know, it's you, you kind of have to take what you can get, even yep. if it's not perfect, even if it's problematic, because, you know, it's either that or have no resources at all. Yeah. Yeah. And we found ways to make those things work. We did. 
Yeah. I mean, we, we went to other places too. We went to a lot of mundane stores for our stuff. We would go to oh, yes. uh, the farmer's market a lot. Yep. yep. Um, there was a, a stall there that had like bulk herbs and that was always very exciting. Still there. Oh, yes. Excellent. And uh, we would go to the I grocery actually, store uh, and the craft store. All that I actually stuff. just got a, uh, a couple of uh, honey spoons from there actually. <gasps> Oh, I love the honey spoons. They were so good. Yeah. Oh, yes. Witching tea parties. Mm-hmm. Gave one to my stepdad. Sweet. Literally. Oh, nice. Oh, what was that other place that we would go to in um in Lahaska? It was like on the way to to New Hope. Uh, the herb place with the um, jars. Yes, yes. Uh, that's gonna bother me. Let me see if I can find it. I can picture it. I just can't picture the sign. And I'm really mad at myself right now. Oh, God, Jen, I'm getting old. <laughs> it's fine. River of Life. That's the one. That's it. Was in it. The notes. That's the one. Yes. Yes. With Karen and her, her various cats and, like, huge, gigantic mason jars of herbs. Yep. Yep. Help yourself. Sell them by the ounce. It's Okay. It was, uh, it's, I think it's still there as well. I really hope so. Um, I hope so. Cause, uh, last I checked river of life, natural foods. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Did they close? It says permanently closed. No. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Ooh. Well, Ooh, I mean, she was already kind of on her last leg before the pandemic hit, and that was probably it. Yeah, probably. Oh, That's a shame. Well, we'll put it out in the universe. Thank you so much, Karen. We love you. You gave us so much during the years the shop was open, and we wish you all the best. Oh, yes. Oy. That, oh, that sucks. I loved going yeah. to that place. Yeah, I was actually thinking of checking it out again uh, the next time I went out that direction. Hmm. But, uh... Sad panda. Suppose, suppose it was not to be. Yeah. Well, the next time that I get up to Pennsylvania, uh, if I can manage to find an hour of free time, you and I should go and shop somewhere and do a thing or just have oh, coffee. Oh, I agree. At the very <laughs> least, at the very least, you and I can go uh, over to the uh, park near my house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, enjoy a little time in that area because that is always a good good time to feel your way through nature as it were uh yes and we can always still go to the farmer's market yes yes on uh thursday to saturday perfect well that's good to know yeah i have oh that uh, that bums me out a little i i took we love that shop I took pictures ages ago of the uh, the schedule for the farmer's market, so I always know when it is. Smart girl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we would go to all these places and, you know, basically anywhere that we thought we could get anything related to witchy stuff, and then we would sit in your basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we would have, we would always get uh, Chinese takeaway. From our yep. favorite place. You always had crispy, crispy chicken, chicken with, with walnuts, walnuts from Dragons in Newtown. Uh-huh. 
And I would usually change it up every once in a while, but I'd usually almost always get the cold sesame noodles. Oh, yeah. Those things were great. Yeah. Oh, They're still pretty great. Cravings. <laughs> I know. That's although, why I brought it the one time. I was just about to say, although we did just have, uh, we had a LARP event last month. It was like the second one we've had in two years because the the company had to to close. Yeah. For like a year and a half, but we were finally able to, you know, have events again starting back in uh, in September of 2021, and we had a game in October. And because you're a fucking winner, you brought Dragons of Newtown <laughs> I to the game indeed. for our I little group. I asked you what what you wanted, and you said, "My usual, please walk yeah. here, please walk here." <laughs> Yes. I said, yes, of course. You know I love you. Yeah, and we and it was it was like old times. I mean, we sat down at the table and I'm like, you want my walnuts like usual? And yeah. Of duh. course. <laughs> and only two people are ever allowed to have a piece of what you are eating, and one of them is me, and one of them is your hubby. Yes. Yes, it is one of the benefit one of the benefits that came with getting me that shiny little ring. Uh-huh. He, gets, he gets to pick off of my plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he still has to ask most of the time if he oh, values yes. his fingers. Of course, because consent is sexy. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> so we would sit in your basement and we would read books and put herbs in jars and eat food. Mm-hmm. And we would watch like the same three movies over and fucking over. The Craft... Practical Magic, and Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Stuff. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, And every God. once in a while, we'd change it up and throw something else in. Oh, we'd throw in, like, Miyazaki every once in a while. Oh, yeah, and sometimes uh, Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, yes. Which I still have the DVD of. Same. <laughs> Just every so often, and this... I, I have to tell, you know, my, my younger listeners, this is before the days of widespread streaming services. I mean, oh, yeah. Netflix existed at the time, but they were still uh, mostly mailing DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be a mail order service. It's It wasn't always just, you know, you, you pop it up on your smart TV. This was before smart TVs. And, you know... If you wanted to watch a movie, you would have to have it on a physical disc. Uh, mm-hmm. And we we both had and still have, I think, um, modest collections of our favorites. <laughs> modest collections, she says, as the uh, Alfie get the heck down. <laughs> Alfie, apologies. Cat. Alfie, no, get well, we down. Very, we are very OK with feline interruptions on this show. I know. He is a little nugget. He is already <laughs> 13.8 pounds. Good lord. Yeah, he big boy. He's not even a year yet. Oof. I'm not sure that's a nugget. That might be a small chunk. <laughs> well, I had to get him uh I actually had to get him new nail caps. Um Ooh. because I was nearly out anyway, but it turns <laughs> out they're the ones that I've been putting on him are actually too small. Oh, no. Yeah, because they're rated by weight, basically. 
Oh. So when you get a, a small versus a medium versus a large, it depends on the cat's weight. Ah. If they're 13 pounds plus, it's the large you want to get. Good to know. I've actually been thinking of uh, of, of getting those for Penny uh, just to see what would happen. But I also think that she would be very upset with me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, our, our babies entirely are entirely possible. Yeah, our babies are pretty responsible with their claws. Like they don't really shred things besides their scratching post, which mm. they're allowed to. So, of course. Yeah. So we we haven't like seen a need to tap or trim their claws especially you know as they've gotten older but we we did for a while when penny was a kitten because she's got some meat hooks yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she has little needle claws yeah she's got little sharpies little needles meanwhile mr mr over here has Mm -hmm. uh had like i clipped them and i put nail caps on so Mm -hmm. That is that is what he has to deal with. And he hated me yesterday because I had to do three. Oh, he was mad. And I have to do another one today. Don't die, buddy. Mother is so cruel. He's like, I'm awake and I'm 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 hunting bugs, mommy. (laughs) They're in the windows, mommy. He will get them. Yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, tangent, and, tangent, more tangent. Yeah, we we actually had an entirely different set of cats. Uh, in our lives back when we were, you know, oh, witching yes. from your basement. You you still had Agro, mm-hmm. bless her heart. My little Agro beast. Yeah, and I still had Rusty, mm-hmm. who's like my my baby, my sort of my and first helper. Sub- Sebastian and Sebastian, my first familiar, and mm-hmm. Buddha Beast. Oh yeah, oh yes, we had Boo Boo Beast. He was little slinky gray thing, scared of the freaking world. Oh yes, <laughs> with huge I, yellow eyes. I do still have pictures on top of something. I do still have pictures of them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was that was toward the end. They were the the last three. Uh, out of the bunch that we moved into Doylestown with mm-hmm. uh, me and my mom's family. Um, originally we had, oh geez, Rusty, Grace, Boo, Cleo, mm-hmm. and Corey and Smokey yep. when we first moved in. Uh, yep. And then we adopted Sebastian later on when my pup up passed away. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of cats for a long while. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately they have uh they have all crossed the Rainbow Bridge at this point quite uh, quite some years yep. ago. Uh and we missed them, but they were good kitties. And they now were we nice have, babies. Yeah. And now we have a whole new crop of wonderful kitties to love and take care of. Oh, if love could save them, they'd live forever. Anywho, so when we were in the basement doing all the stuff what was your favorite thing that we would do oh with with the witchy things with the witchy things that is a difficult question to ask <laughs> um because we had the books and you know putting spells together my favorite was always like 
making candles and putting herbs in jars because that was very satisfying. Yeah, I enjoyed a lot of the herb work. Um, I I did for quite a while have the herbs hanging up on the end of my bed so that they could dry. Mm -hmm. I've had to since take them down because uh, my cat likes to attack them. <laughs> as one does. As one does. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> as one does. That's um, glorious. So needless to say, I do not have any herbs hanging from my uh, bed any longer. I still have the uh, the push pins in there so that I can mm. I can do it if he decides to not be a little jerk. But that's <laughs> once, up to once him. he's too fat to fly. Once he well he he stretches up. He stands on the end of the bed and bats at them. Oh, Don't you, buddy? <laughs> Don't you, buddy? He's like yes. You don't <laughs> tell me, mommy. <laughs> I you don't tell me what to do. Oh jeez, we would we would do a lot of herb drying with like random pushpin racks. I mean, I had, oh, yeah. uh, actually no, we we both had little uh little backyard potted gardens mm -hmm. that we would grow, you know, this that or the other kind of herb in, or we would get like yep. seedlings or herb bunches from the grocery store and just hang those up to dry. And then we yep. would just we, we would put them in labeled jars and it was all very satisfying. Yes. I still uh I still like doing my yearly herb garden, but my mother has uh kind of taken over the uh the indoor potting thing that I had gotten. She kind of was the one who was taking care of it. Uh Ooh. because I don't know. I guess she enjoyed it because I don't know. She likes herbs in her food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they are pretty awesome. Which is so, really what she was doing. She's yeah. trying to make her own herbs for food, which worked mm -hmm. out. Nice. So, what did you grow this year? Uh, we did a bunch of regular herbs. Um, I didn't really do a backyard one this past year because too dang distracted. Uh. Working 12-hour shifts over the summer meant I was not doing anything in the yard. Oof, yeah. That'll yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These days, I do a lot better. I have eight-hour shifts these days. Oh, that's good. But uh, needless to say, I I didn't do any real herb gardening this year. My mom did most of it in the uh, hydroponic thing. Nice. We've got that little, we've got a little thing that has like a little light up top and you just go ahead and go for it. Cool. Um, I've actually so been... she did, she did Sorry, the basics, uh, basil, thyme, uh, mint. Uh, the mint actually got strangled out, which was funny. My God, by what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever find out, I'll let you know. Give it a medal. Jeez. Yeah, seriously. I didn't think so anything had, could strangle mint. I know. I want to say it was like the time. Oh, yep. That'll do trying it. Trying really hard. Yeah. Yeah. A, a creeper plant like time might do it, actually. So that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Ooh, juicy. <sighs> but you usually do like uh, tomatoes and peppers. You've done those in past yep. years. 
Um, I like doing tomatoes, basil, peppers. Uh, the three; those are my three big ones. I like doing because mm-hmm. I love eating peppers with ranch. And yes. then the tomato and the basil. I, all I have to do is get the mozzarella, and boom, I've got a caprese salad. Exactly. And those were the best. You those make really best. good caprese. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy doing caprese skewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like doing um taking a cherry tomato and wrapping a basil a large basil leaf around it and skewering it and then alternating that with mozzarella uh balls and then just keep going. Mm-hmm. It is exactly good as good as everyone is imagining it to be. It it was yeah, amazing. Well. <laughs> it's very Jen simple a very to good make. cook. It's very simple to make uh more elevated food. All you have to do is think a little avant-garde about it. Mm-hmm. It's basically just can I deconstruct this? Yes, yes? do the thing. Mhm. Mhm. <sighs> we actually uh we would garden together every once in a while. Mhm. And we would do, uh, speaking of your backyard, that's where we did our Samhain rituals for a number oh, yes. of years. Mm-hmm. Still do. I just did mine this past Samhain. Good, 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 good. Do you still do the apples? Every year. Excellent. Uh, for for our listeners, what we would do and what we both still do, uh, you know, just separately, is we would take like a big thing of apples either store-bought or if we had time we would go down to uh Sulbury orchards mm. and we would pick like way too many apples and then use those mm. um and we would carve them mm. with uh with the names of of people and pets that had passed on and everyone or at least you know like family branches would mm. have uh their own little apple offering and we would be in the backyard and we'd have our little ritual and then we would toss them into the creek bed and yes. that was our that was our sowing somewhat dry creek bed where um the deer and the uh, rabbits tend to live yes yes so we would make apple offerings and the animals would eat and everyone would be happy pretty much yeah and wouldn't it be hilarious if we like did one last thing and then you moved away and came back like 10 years later and found like a mini orchard back there. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That would be freaking hysterical. Jenna Appleseed. <laughs> I mean, at this point it would be bunny Appleseed because all the rabbits would have had to have pooped them out. <laughs> That's how they spread everywhere. Them and the mm-hmm. deer. But we, we did, uh, we did our witchery like pretty much everywhere we freaking could. That wasn't, my oh, house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anywhere that was not your house most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. were we going to the grocery store and getting something to eat? Yes, we were going into the spice aisle and we were going <laughs> to look for that. Were yes. we going to go uh shopping for just about anything, either in the mall or down the street from my house, then yes, we were going to look for anything and everything that had anything to do with any kind of witchery, even if we had to make it up ourselves, which is why I'm a pop culture witch. Yes, we, (laughs) I feel like we made like 75% of it up as we went along. I mean, that's kind of how you do. Yeah, because I mean, we had books to work with, but so much of it was focused on like, 
either specialty things or like group rituals or covenship. And we just weren't into that. We were sort of an informal coven of two and we weren't really even a coven. We were just solitary witches working together. Oh yeah. We actually had a name for ourselves. Didn't we? Oh my God. Yeah, we did. Yep. Tell them. Go ahead. (laughs) We called ourselves the witches of picnic. Tell them why. (laughs) We liked to go to the local Goodwill and uh, get ourselves some baskets, which we would use for multiple reasons. We would use them to store things, to uh, go shopping at the Ren Fair, to uh, bring things to our LARP, all kinds of natural things, even as gift baskets, because every once in a while, we're really just the one time we had at least one person who was interested in joining the witches picnic and we made a gift basket for her. Indeed we did. And we filled it up with like a couple of books and a bunch of candles and Mm -hmm. some, some jars. I think we just like raided a goodwill. Pretty much. Yes. Just brought her this huge basket of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she actually chose to, like, stay with the craft, but she still had a bunch of cool stuff to work with. Yeah, she, she, I think she's still doing pretty good for herself. I follow her on Facebook, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's doing fine. It's just, she she kind of went, um, well, maybe not, but this isn't isn't for me, me. but thank you. Yeah. She did give it the old college try. Yes. Yes. We were just out of college. That makes sense. Yes. And really, that's all you can ask of anybody. I mean, you know, plenty of people try witchcraft and, you know, like us, they might go casual for a while and then go, you know what, I'm all in. And, you know, some people might just, you know, dabble and do it casually. And some people may try it, dip a toe in and be like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. And all of that is okay. It's just, you know, if it's for you, then it's for you. And if it's not, then it's not. And I I, I I get annoyed when people get judgy about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so many people that are like, oh, all these new witches, you know, you know, half of you won't be doing this in five years. I'm like, that's the way it's always been. Yep. <laughs> Literally always yep. since the modern movement started, you know, yeah. you just that and that and like that. Yeah, that and the whole, you know, well, you only came to this because of pop culture. It's like, oh, and you didn't? (laughs) Please, please. How many of us came to this because of practical magic or the craft or whatever else? Doesn't matter why you're here. Or some other movie or book or some such. Yeah, doesn't matter why you're here. It just matters that you're here. Yep. Exactly. (sighs) I mean, that's the reason why I still have... Uh, card capture Sakura cards that I use as tarot cards. Oh yes, you and your cloud, your cloud card divinations. Yeah. Yep. And I was and accurate. I, fudge with them. Oh yeah, I will never. You you can swear on this. I don't fucking care. But yeah, accurate AF for realsies. Yeah. Like I I will never say a bad word against your divination deck of choice, nor will I hear it, because you are always spot on. That shit worked. It's like, okay, you know, sure, they aren't like traditional, you know, whatever cards or, or oracle cards or what the fuck ever. But it's like, you know what? 
they work for you. If you can read with them, then they work. Mm -hmm. I actually oh. got a more, a more like regular tarot card deck recently. I got the cat tarot cards. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Early Christmas gift. <laughs> to yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best kind. We'll be back with more Hex Positive after this brief sponsored break. Seek illumination, the way a man with his head on fire seeks water. That's the ethos behind Head on Fire, a new podcast featuring deep dive conversations with experts in interesting, often overlooked fields. It's a search for meaning and answers to life's biggest and smallest questions. Join me, author and host Don Martin, every other week as we discuss anything from climate change and reproductive justice to the cultural importance of reality television or the value of believing in monsters. Head on Fire, every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download shows. This episode is brought to you by Portland Button Works. Do you like buttons? Of course you do. Have you ever had a great idea for one, but just been like, darn it, if only I had the resources and equipment? Well, fret no more. Portland Button Works is just what you need. Portland Button Works creates custom pinback buttons in four different sizes, plus magnets, hand mirrors, and bottle openers. Download their templates and create your own designs, or use their Design-O-Matic for quick formatting. You can order just a few custom items for yourself or as gifts, or order in bulk for merch, table sales, or your own shop. And they are quick! The turnaround time for properly formatted submissions is one to three business days for most orders under 1,000 pieces. That is lightning fast! I've been getting buttons from Portland Button Works for years, and their quality is always top of the line. Ever wonder where the hex positive buttons came from? Well, now you know. And once you're done making your buttons, make sure you visit the PBW Witch Shop for a thoughtfully curated selection of witchcraft, magic, and occult-related zines. They've got books, buttons, tarot cards, and more. The collection has a refreshing emphasis on magic that relates to traditional and folkloric witchcraft, chaos magic, secular witchcraft, magical plants and herbs, queer witchcraft, politics and social justice witchcraft, and other non-Wiccan magic. There's a good chance they have exactly what you're looking for. Visit the main Buttonworks at portlandbuttonworks.com and check out the Witch Shop and Zine Distro at pbwwitchshop.com. Help support small business and get your buttons from Portland Buttonworks. Fighting fascism one button at a time since 2012. Since we're all heartily fed up with Amazon right about now, I've decided to open a small online witch shop on my WordPress. You can pick up copies of Grove Daughter Witchery, The Sisters Grimoire, and Pestlework, or shop for witchy goodies like banishing powder, witch web kits, and witchy buttons. You might even get a special surprise or two with your order. Go to brienicarin.wordpress.com shop to place your order today.
This episode of Hex Positive is brought to you by Begathist.com. We've all heard witches love jars, but the one thing we might love more than a well-turned glass vessel is a beautifully presented shiny rock. If you're a witch who makes use of stones and crystals in your practice, or if you're simply in love with these little treasures from the earth, you'll want to check out Becathist.com. Becathist has been a supplier of quality stones, crystals, and handmade jewelry since 2013. She's got a brick-and-mortar shop in Big Bear, California, and everything in it is gorgeous. I have a number of pieces from Becathist's shop myself, and I absolutely love them. One of her palm stones, made of black moonstone, sits on my altar, and I wore one of her wire-wrapped pendants, a truly gorgeous malachite, as a bridal piece at my wedding. I can't recommend these wares highly enough. They're all absolutely beautiful, and they make perfect gifts for anyone in your life who loves crystals. Or, you know, for yourself. You've been working hard. You deserve something nice, too. Why not make it something special? Check out Beckathist.com, that's B-E-K-K-A-T-H-Y-S-T dot com, and make sure you follow the shop on social media under the same name. Bring home a shiny new friend today. And now, back to the show. So we, we, uh, we have come a long way from those basement days, though. <laughs> so, so far. So far. I mean, like everyone, we started out with some ideas that were a little problematic. We started out a little fluffy, mm-hmm. you know, mostly in the sense of like, you know, oh, well, there's only this way of doing things. There's only this tradition to uh to work with because that's like that's that's what we were exposed to those are the sources we had Mm. yeah yeah i mean you only will learn by making mistakes yes the difference between an amateur and a professional is the professional has failed a lot more times and learned from it and learned from it every time Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing. There, There's some stuff you can only learn by screwing up. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I never, ever trust any witch who is like, I've never made a mistake in my entire practice. All mm-hmm. of my spells have worked perfectly. Everything I've ever done has worked exactly the way I wanted it to. I'm like, then you have not learned anything. Mm hmm. You may have learned some things, but you haven't learned other things that are way more important. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, I, I wouldn't like want to call anybody out and be that person. But the other thing I'm always thinking when I hear that, like in the back of my head, very, very loudly is mm, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, that's the ding of the red flag going up. Oh, yeah. Show me a witch who claims they've never messed up once in their practice or never had to revise their thinking. And I'll show you a filthy liar. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, well, not to name names or get into, you know, too, too much personal stuff. But we almost did a coven thing for like a second with a couple of other people, one of whom we found out later was feeding us some bad information. Oh yes, definitely mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, are you sure about this? And a lot of side eye. Ooh, so much side eyeing. And, and also like. So much side eye. You thought it was Mayhem Miller. 
Oh my God. Yes. Just. Oy. And, and also like, I mean, I know I talk about, you know, however you come to the craft is fine. And if that means coming to it from watching the craft, that's okay. Totally. But, fine. but that doesn't mean that you should take that as a template for how shit actually works. Oh yeah. There is and, definitely a, and she kind of took like the craft as a template for how shit actually works. And yeah, yeah, it took us a little while to figure out that, oh, this is not okay. And yeah, there, there were some other issues with, with like toxic behavior and shit, but yeah. The good news is we didn't, uh, we didn't take any vows. We were never actually a coven. No, however much she thought we were. And it was a learning experience. Yes, it was definitely a, uh, okay, you do you. <laughs> I'm just going to go over here and work my magic over in this direction. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, it's like, no, I will not drop my personal protections while I'm in the circle with you. Why would, no, just no. Why would I want to drop my trow in front of you? No, thank you. Exactly. Well, that means you don't trust me. No shit, I don't trust you. And as it turned out, we were right not to. (laughs) Mm. So much problematicness. Oh, so many performative tantrums. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, God, don't even remind me. Mm. Yeah, well, we won't go too far into that, but... Moving right along. That person's out of our lives. I hope she's healthier now, because damn... (laughs) yeah but that's that's all kind of that's a whole other thing that's kind of ancient history at this point but nowadays nowadays we uh nowadays yes so you know i'm obviously doing what i'm doing with the the secular stuff and the the fairy tale things and the magical mechanics and and all of this you know podcast nonsense and you have really gotten into the pop culture aspect so what does your craft look like nowadays nowadays it's does something need a touch of magic if yes then do the thing if no work your way through it like a normal human being you know like people who don't do magic (laughs) i mean that makes perfect sense most of the time it's usually just power through it's how how can I manage to conserve the energy that I have for what I want to do uh, without uh, using all of my spell slots? That's actually not a bad way of, of, of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to understand how your own spell slots work in this case if I have a higher spell slot that I can use, I can do maybe a couple of lower class spell slots with it. It's entirely possible. Spell so, slots in this case sort of uh, having like a similar meaning theory. to spoons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same idea. And, yeah. It's just a different terminology. Oh, yeah. And I've seen um, quite a few people who do... Uh, tabletop RPG like you do um, 
that that sort of substitute the terms, you know, spell slots or feats or what have you, uh, yeah. because it makes more sense to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yes, magic does take spoons. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's something that I, I don't think is is talked about enough. Is like, yeah, magic does take energy, you know, quite literally. You know, it is yeah. it is still a task. It is still something you have to yeah. do in some way. And you're still, you know, you've got to put some oomph into it. You have to expend effort mm-hmm. to do it. And it all depends on what kind of magic you're trying to do. I mean, if you're doing a large Samhain ritual like I usually do every year, that takes a ladle. If I'm trying to do something smaller, well, then guess what? I'm going to be using a demitasse spoon. Exactly. <laughs> Break out the teaspoons. Break out the teaspoons. Exactly. G- give me that little eighth of a, a tablespoon frickin' measuring thing. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll do a quick paper charm or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's absolutely true. Yeah. And I mean, back in the day, like we we had to steer each other away. <laughs> from doing some maybe some <sighs> ill-advised spell work uh Little on bit. multiple occasions multiple occasions it's like no no let's let's not hex that person for yelling at us no <laughs> put the pins down yeah no um only only if it was really becoming a, a true issue i actually mm-hmm. had a previous coworker at one point who was continually harassing me at the time and <laughs> refused to tell me why. Ugh. Yuck. Luckily, she no longer works there. Hmm. How'd that happen? Oh, I wonder. Oh, gee, I wish. Well, gosh, maybe it was the fact that I managed to hex her by having a, hey, look at my bad behavior spell. <laughs> and sometimes that's really all you need. You don't necessarily need you know oh i'm gonna cast a spell on this person that's going to entirely fuck up their life no sometimes all you need is a magnifying glass yep yep or a little bit of like neon paint the simplest things really um Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. can do it simpler i recommend it oh yeah yeah if and again it's it's all about like expending the time and energy it's like is this really worth the time and energy it's going to take to like put a full-blown curse on this person or to do a full-blown spell for X, Y, or Z? Or can I just do something that's going to, you know, either call attention to the problem so that someone else can deal with it or to like sway events in my favor, which is much easier. Really, just remember to kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't have to throw a bucket where a spoonful will suffice. Oh, absolutely. You never need to throw a boulder when a pebble will do. Exactly. Exactly. Pebbles touch off avalanches. Use the pebble. Yep. Yes. He he he. And this this is what it was like in that basement a lot. Just talking about the stuff we would, had read, talking about, you know, our evolving understanding of magical mechanics mm-hmm. lots of lots of interesting stuff i wish we had written like half of it down because a lot of it was really interesting 
and I mean. really insightful. And, you know, I, I do think we've both kind of carried it forward, but it, it would be cool to like have that to properly look back on. I mean, I did make some notes back in the day and they, they stayed in drawers. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Cause see. I mean, both of us have brains like sit. <clears throat> oh yeah. So. That's, that's our <laughs> lovely little ADHD brains. Ooh, ADHD club. Ooh, something shiny. Oh, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, dear Lord. Guess what? Mm. I what found do? something sort of like that in this drawer just now. Oh, dear. It's actually one of the uh, old guest checks, because we used to be waitresses together, mm-hmm. um, that we wrote down uh, things from witchcraft. It was uh, one of those poem things that sticks with you when you're a witch oh my god is it the lolcat read uh no it's an actual regular version oh <laughs> we do have i do have the lolcat read somewhere uh, I that was in the same drawer it's gotta that be. was glorious that's like a piece of history that is the lolcat read classic oh my goodness all right let me dig all right, let's see what we got in here. I have so much gosh dang paper in here. <laughs> Gonna it's just go into a little bit ridiculous. of meme history for uh, meme history for my listeners. Uh, for those of you who don't remember lolcats or the I can has cheeseburger uh, thing, it was just funny pictures of cats with cute, uh, interestingly misspelled captions. Yep. And someone somewhere, some genius. Um, translated the full version of the Wiccan Reed poem into Lolcat. Yep, I got some in here. And it, oh my gosh, it <clears throat> was brilliant. Go ahead. <clears throat> to elder is to ladies tree. Be respecting it, seriously. With the drawings and everything. Oh my God, yes. I mean, a mnemonic device is a mnemonic device, okay? It may have been silly. It may have been goofy and certainly a product of its time. But you know what? We remembered all of this stuff. Oh, my God. I found them. It stuck in our heads. I found a bunch of them. You're welcome. (laughs) When Southwind Takedas sing, love will come and smooches bring. (laughs) Foolish cat is foolish. You avoid him or look foolish too. Flee! <laughs> when when the west wind blows to most, is, is no, no rest, rest for kitty ghosts. Yes. And then <sighs> the actual regular translation is on the back. Yes, because we use them like flashcards during our downtime in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Soft mm-hmm. of paw and great big ears. Do not yell and you shall hear when to lady's moon is new, kitty head bash her times two. Your stone, you fling it, strong and deft, into stream to find out WTF. <laughs> yes. We're in your perfect love and trust, biding your read like we must. Yep. Ah, oh, it in was. Metal bucket put nine woods, burn fast or slow, just burn some goods. Yes. Yeah. Yes! In... <laughs> oh, hi. Ice Purrin. K, thanks. Bye. 
Warm kid at heart, bright kid at eye. Oh my goodness. Went to North Wind Blow, kitty. Take care. Seriously, it's cold out there. <laughs> oh jeez. What was welcome. the one What was the one for the full moon? I don't know. I'm trying to dig through here and see if I can find it still. There's so many dang papers in here. <laughs> I'm shocked but also like really happy that you still have that. I mean, I just shoved it in this drawer, and I never really did anything other than shove it in the drawer and leave it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're they're calling that um, doom drawers and doom boxes now. It's oh, it's really? apparently an ADHD thing where we just like throw shit into a storage container and never Lord. look at it again because we oh, don't good. know what to do with it, but we don't want to throw it away. True. And that's how wow. we get accidental hordes. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing is people with ADHD are accidental dragons. Okay. I mean, we just have strange hordes. We just have strange hordes. Okay. It means something to me. It's my treasure. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, actually speaking of uh, the, the read and the wheel of the year, we're coming up on the winter holidays. Do you have any uh, special plans for the winter solstice? When is it again? (laughs) It's late December. It's the same week as Christmas this year. Oh, well, then I'll likely be in uh, Chicago this year visiting my sister. Ooh, nice. Are you going to do any any witchy stuff while you're there, you think? Uh, No, not with uh, not with my mother there. Fair. Fair. Uh, I, I love my mother. She is very accepting of everything I do. Uh, I don't always feel the most comfortable doing my witchy stuff in front of her. I know how that is. Just weird. You know, it's kind of like shaking your naked tush at your mother. (laughs) In a way. Yeah. In a way. In a way. It's exposing yourself in a way that you're not used to, to somebody that you aren't sure is going to accept everything when you're completely naked. Be exactly. Yeah. And it's something that it's like, this is someone I love and this is a level of like personal exposure that they might not be okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way when I visit home. Like I will have a travel kit with me. Oh, sure. Um, I have it next to me. Yeah. But there's a strong possibility that I'm not going to use it for, you know, anything other than like travel safety spells. Because, you know, I, for. yeah, it's like, well, hopefully also I, I won't need it for anything more. Um, yeah. When I moved away uh, eight years ago, I set um, a permanent protection around the property. Yeah. Um, so like when I visit, I just kind of check it and maybe like sew up. Tweak. Like a, yeah. Like tweak things. Sew up a, a, a rent here and there. Patch a hole. Um, but it's, it's sunk into like the land itself and it's tethered to the house itself. So like, it's not going anywhere. They don't have to do anything with it. They just have to live there. And it's like, as, as long as you live here, there is this spell that is going to protect you. And on the day when you 
leave this house for the last time, the spell will dissipate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really just like a, it's a very basic one. It's like the ones we used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the super basic single layer type things that were just like, you know what, I'm just going to put this in place for general goodness to make sure everything is okay. Like it's, it's kind of carved in stone because it's like it's got to last. But, you know, when you and I were, were doing our initial like warding practices, uh, we hadn't learned how to layer shit yet. <laughs> we were we were still doing like bubbles and brick walls. We hadn't learned webs and brambles. All those fun things. Yeah, you you tend to learn. um that if you are going to do things, you need to do them in different patterns so that you mm-hmm. can see what you need to fix if you need to fix. Exactly. And then we we grew into having like our own ways of doing the thing like you do. Of course. Naturally. Naturally. Do you still I, I won't ask about structure, but do, do you still cast years around Samhain? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Same. Hard same. It's still exhausting. It it, it is absolutely exhausting. I've been cutting down every year uh, how much time I actually leave myself to get prepared, which is normal men behavior. Unfortunately. Typical. Jenna standard time for rituals, too, right? Uh, Yeah, it gets worse. Yeah, Jenna's standard time, uh, for those who don't know, is one hour behind everyone else. And two hours if it's something important. Oh, yes. Yes, two hours if it's something important. I was about two hours late for somebody's wedding once. (laughs) Though I will also blame the fact that I had a very old GPS at the time. Oh, yeah. as, As definitely part of it. I remember sobbing on my way because I was so late. Darn you, technology. Yeah, it was it was older technology and it was technology that I was I didn't have to use most of the time. So I I usually didn't use it. Yeah. And it wasn't updated. Mm. Yeah, this this was back when um, a car GPS was a separate unit. Mm hmm. Yeah, when we didn't have them in our phones, they weren't connected to the Internet. They didn't update automatically or show you yeah. traffic jams. Yeah. yeah, that old the days brick. Of Garmin, Garmin and Tom Tom, and yeah, it was a brick. Mm-hmm. It was a brick. I think it was would, a Garmin. Yeah, that you would attach to your dashboard mm-hmm. or like hang from a suction cup on your uh, your windshield. It, it's really not that different yeah. from the the cell phone holders they have now, but yeah. But back yeah. then, you know, you had to carry your phone, your camera, your GPS, your music player. All these were separate devices. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. We are old. <laughs> Very convenient now that it is all usually in one device, but also less convenient when you lose it. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is why I have locator stuff for my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the number of times that someone in my household has been like, I can't find my phone. Can someone call me? So many times. At least once a week. 
at <laughs> least once a week. So since you've got your cards out, if you've still got them out, do you still have them? I have them right in my hands. I'm <gasps> do you want to do a now. real quick reading, like a general reading for our listeners before you go? Sure. I can absolutely <gasps> try. Yeah. The old three card draw. Do it up. All right. Three card draw. You've got your question in mind. Yes. Yes. All right. So you, you draw and then I'll, I'll tell you what the question is, right? Yep, pretty much. Okay. Go ahead. What is the rest of this year going to look like? Oh, my God. That's not good. <laughs> that is really not good. Um, Don't giggle. That makes me uh, nervous. You should be a bit nervous. Oh, considering great. what I drew. Uh uh, unfortunately, I don't know that it's going to be super great. Uh, I can only hope so, but I, I can't guarantee that. Um, we do have the silent card, and it is upside down. So okay. whatever it is, it's going to be loud. Oh, goody. Uh, unfortunately, the cards that follow that are both the dark and the loop. Oh, so no. I think you can tell where this is going. Let me have it. So whatever is going on, I think it has it's probably political in nature. It's it's likely going to do with uh, legislation that's going to happen. Whatever is going on, it's going to be loud. It's going to be really nasty looking and it's going to be pretty much the same shit that we've had to deal with the last year. Mm. Not Ready. great, unfortunately. But mm. if there's any other questions that you would like, I can always do another reading. Yeah, let's let's see how next year's gonna look. <laughs> yes, let's see how next year will look. Let's because right now, right now, I think you're absolutely right. We are in a holding pattern. We are currently in a holding pattern. It is yeah. not great and I see, considering. Yeah, and I see no reason why any of that is going to change in the next, you know, six weeks. Yeah, I don't see I don't see a big change coming. In the next six weeks, it's the same BS that we've had to deal with the last yeah. two years. Yeah, we're in, we're in the dark. We're going in circles and we're just kind of trying to hang on until something changes. All right. So next year, turning of the wheel, which means we take half this and flip it and three card draw. Mm -hmm. Next year, how will next year look? Hopefully better. That is interesting, actually. Ooh, I'll take interesting. Okay, so it is the Libra upside down mm. to start. So things are going to definitely start out. Um unbalanced shall we say mm -hmm. it is it is not sounding like everything is going to be hunky-dory up until then because up until now things have not been hunky-dory see also some of the legal issues and political issues that we've had to deal with right um but we have a straightforward the time card oh now time time is basically 
you just kind of have to let things flow or it will stop on you. Mm -hmm. So you're going to just have to let things flow as they go, as it were. Mm -hmm. The last thing, and this is where it gets interesting. It's the big card right side (gasps) up. Ooh. So something big is coming. I don't know what it is. Ooh. I do not know what it is. I'm hoping that it is good. But since the big card continues, like most of the other cards, to keep her eyes closed, I can't see what it is. That is interesting. Told ya. Mm. So this year... We're, we're screaming in a holding pattern, waiting for stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Next year begins with things feeling odd and unbalanced. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that we can do is soldier on, go with the flow, and give it time because something big is coming, but it's not here yet. Correct. I like it. See, these cards work. They work. They're awesome. I will say I was doing um, I was doing up my charts um, for next year's lunar cycles. Mm -hmm. We have no blue moons next year. Mm. We have one black moon in April and that's it. A black moon. What does that mean? A black moon is when we have two uh, new moons in a calendar month. So we have a black moon for Beltane next year. Oh, boy. Mm hmm. Which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see what people are going to say about that. (sighs) We'll see how that goes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, it it should be interesting. I mean, a black moon in a season of growth and fertility uh, really seems like it would be a wonderful opportunity to get rid of things that are unhealthy and really make a properly fresh start. Mm-hmm. So given what you just pulled, I think that that, uh, I think that that tracks. Yeah. 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 Big things are coming, but it will take some time. We have to be patient, but in the meantime, we've got work to do. Oh yes. As usual, witchcraft has to be backed up with practical work as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you have to mm-hmm. you have to put in the physical work if you want the metaphysical to work ding 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 and a witch's work is never done ding 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 <laughs> well jen thanks for joining me today and hey. for drawing those cards for us it sure. was really great to catch up and talk shop like we used to uh yeah. before we go uh, uh tell the lovely people where they can find you on the interwebs the bits that you feel like sharing uh, I I can be found on my Instagram uh, at Nekomata underscore in underscore your underscore I. Nekomata in your eye. In your eye. Very foamy. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes. The old foamy cartoons. <clears throat> and you can also find me rather sporadically, but I'm trying to do Tuesdays at least. Um, I, I try to stream on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Kitranzia, uh, K-I-T-R-A-E-N-X-I-A. Nice. And what do you stream on your Twitch? 
Uh, I usually stream Final Fantasy, but I'm thinking of branching out and doing some uh, Jackbox as well. Ooh, sweet. I have uh, up to seven. I'm thinking of getting number eight. Nice. It's a shame we can't uh, we can't do a long distance uh, two player stream of us playing Baldur's Gate like the old days. That would be bonks. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> if we ever figure out how to how to do that, we should absolutely do it. If we figure out how to record uh, a, us uh, us playing Baldur's Gate, I would definitely put that online. <laughs> Burninating all the villagers. Yeah. Uh, yes. We'll pick the best ones. Yes. Burninating the countryside with the drumsticks we'll have, of doom. We'll have to see what we can do about uh, unlocking Artemis and Trary. Oh, my God. Well, I should say um, we have a PlayStation here now, so there's a very good chance that I could actually get a hold of that game, but it's not like internet connected, so it would be problematic. Right. But we we can right. figure something out. We can, we can definitely something. figure something out. I'm sure we could probably do an in tandem play. Something. Something. <sighs> cool beans. Well, this has been awesome, but that is it for now. Until next time, this is Bree and Jenna reminding you to stay safe, keep wearing your mask, and keep on growing. Hex Positive is a proud member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Check out everything they have to offer, including our sibling podcast, BS Free Witchcraft, over at nerdandtie.com. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod. For all the latest updates, follow at hex underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also follow me at at Brina Garin on Twitter and Instagram. For more information on my books, you can check out my WordPress and my Amazon author page. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit patreon.com slash Stay safe, wash your hands, and remember, always practice safe hex.